discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified. Father, we are grateful, we are thankful, thank you for this glorious opportunity to be in your presence like this. Thank you that as we are hearing your word, your word comes with grace, with glory, with instructions from your, from the Holy of Holies, from yourself. Thank you that your Holy Spirit grants us wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Father, for productivity and fruitfulness for all of us through your word, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. I've been sharing with you concerning foundations for living a successful Christian life, isn't it? How many of you think that this is a very important message? Is it helping you? Beautiful. Foundations for living a successful Christian life. Because you want to be successful with your Christianity. Okay, Jesus said, in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Then he said, But I am come that you may have what? Life. And have it to the full. Have it more abundantly. The Amplified says it in a very nice way. He says, The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life. It's like God wants you to enjoy life. God likes it when you enjoy life. Tell your neighbor. Neighbor. God likes it when you enjoy life. It's but the problem is that what you think may be enjoyment may not be enjoyment. Uh-huh. You may you may think that I mean what you think is enjoyment. You may think that having sex with multiple women is enjoyment. Do you get it? Yes, I mean, you may, that is what you may think. Or you may think that boozing. Boozing is enjoyment. Or uh, uh, betting is enjoyment. <laughs> you are betites. And we are smoking weed. This morning I was, just, I was just on my balcony having, just spending some time on the lawn. And I saw a young guy who has gone mad. Walking on the, I mean... I mean, he, he was walking and talking to someone who does not, who is not there. Wow. And he would talk. So we do, 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 and then he would continue. Then he would, hey, hey, and he's just moving around like that. Wow. Most of these things are caused by we smoking. Yet they are saying that it's, it's like enjoyment. That's what makes me relax. Hey. Hmm. Make sure we don't see you on the street somewhere one of these days. Half naked. If not naked. Hmm. Yeah, so God wants you to enjoy. He wants you to have a fruitful life. He wants you to have a good life. That is why Christianity exists. Christianity is um, God's design 
for human beings to have a, a wonderful life, both here on earth and there in heaven. Okay, that's, that's God's design for human beings to have a blissful experience here on earth and there in heaven. God created a beautiful earth that had every nice thing you can think. God is, God is into nice things. Contrary to the opinion of most people, God is into nice things. God likes it when you have nice things around you. God likes it when you have peace of mind. God likes it when you don't have, you don't have any disturbance in your life, like you are okay. Do you understand? Yes, God likes that's how, that's what God wants for you, and He's provided a way for you to have that. He's provided an, an environment for you to have that, and the born again experience brings you into that environment. Okay, if you read Ephesians chapter two verse ten, it's one, these are some of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Having a proper understanding of Christianity makes a world of a difference. If you don't have a, a proper understanding, you think that uh, maybe God does not like you. Maybe, I mean. You are just supposed to have a bad experience, bad life, and then you, you, you die and then you go away. No, God, God, God doesn't want that for you. So certainly you have that God wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to be successful. Okay? God wants you to be successful. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to live a wonderful life. Look at this one. It says, for we are his workmanship. We are God's, the word workmanship is, the Greek word is poema. And it means poem. Or God's best work of art how many of you have heard of the mona lisa you see mona lisa is uh, da vinci's greatest work do you see da vinci did a lot of things but mona lisa is the mona lisa is there it's like we don't know whether the lady is smiling or she's not happy or she's sad or she, i mean it's like it's a very strange drawing do you see and he's known that is his work that is known and that is what he celebrates. I mean, his name is everywhere because of that. Not because of other things. Do you see? In the same way, God created the heavens. Look at, look at how beautiful the heavens are. Yes, I mean, you can't tell the end of it. Do you see? Look at how wonderful the moon is. How beautiful the stars are. How wonderful the sun is. I mean, all these nice things were created by God. But God says, out of all the things that he has created, you are his best. Wow. Tell your neighbor that, Charlie. What do you think about what God is saying? Yes. That's what this particular verse means. It means God, God is trying to say, tell you that you are his best. You are his best. Jesus said, if God takes care of the, the bears that are flying in the air, how much more you? And he says, oh, you of little faith. It's like God is expecting you to, to believe that he likes you, he loves you, and is and he's, he's taking care of you. And you don't need to do certain things to survive. You don't need to be a prostitute to survive. You don't need to bet to survive. You don't need to be a fraudster to survive. You don't need to do any of those things to survive. I mean, God likes you and God wants you to do well. Look at, look at the Amplified of this verse. For we are God's own handiwork. By now, if you are in this church and you don't have, you don't have Amplified version and message version or Bible in basic English or easy English, I mean, you, there's something wrong. You should have all these versions. If you're a pastor and you don't have these verses, I'm even surprised. I, don't, I'm, I'm, I doubt your pastoral grace. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. Do you see? God's own handiwork. His workmanship. We are his workmanship. Recreated in Christ Jesus. It's like in Christ Jesus, he has recreated us. Born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned before, beforehand 
for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. It was like God has prearranged a good life for you. God has, has prearranged a good husband for you. Hey. God has prearranged a good wife for you. God, God has prearranged a good house for you. God has prearranged a nice environment for you to stay in. God has prearranged your degree, your master's degree, your PhD. God has prearranged your job. I mean, having knowledge of the fact that God has prearranged your life. For you, and he didn't say living a bad life, the bad life which he has prearranged. He says living the good life. The good life which he has made ready, prearranged and made ready for us to live. Good life. I mean, how many of you will not, will not, if you have money, you will not plan for your child? Oh, Charlie, you have, you have, you have hundred million dollars. You will plan for your children, isn't it? You buy a house at Trasaco and buy another house at uh, uh, Newport. You know Newport? There's a, there's a place called Newport in, uh, Rhode Island. It's close to Rhode Island. That is very, I mean, very, ex- very expensive place. I tell you, I've been there by God's grace. It's nice. It's very nice. It's not, it's not in Ghana. It's in America. It's very nice. Yes. You have to, you have to drive over the sea to get there. Um, almost everybody there owns a boat. Yes. All the richest men in America have houses there. That is their, their summer summer vacation house do you understand i like it's like it's a god likes it when you you can have such i mean why do you have to stay in one house looking at one ceiling your whole life tng 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 i always looking at tng all the time oh oh only light bulb only light bulb no strip light nothing Receive grace to have strip lights in your house, to have chandeliers in your house, to have different kinds of houses in different places. God likes it when you have a good life. I mean, just accept that, okay? And look, I don't know why some Christians is like, it's like, oh, I mean, God likes it when you have a good life. Yes, God likes what life for you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That is what He died for. He died so that you can have soft life. Yes, and he died also to leave you an example so that you can also learn to die for other people and so it's a, it's a, it's a two way it's a, it's a balance whatever yes he died for you to have a good life and he died also so that you can also die for others you can also sacrifice for others so, so that they will have a good life so you can have five houses and the five houses is not, is not, is not what you are only using no you, have, you can bless other people other people are there someone can eat your gari and eat your rice and enjoy your house without any problems someone you don't know from adam yes how many cars can you drive honestly how many houses can you sleep in how many rooms can you sleep in agama agama spinning wheel agama golden toilet agama 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 what agama agama lizard (laughs) i mean there's something wrong with you this is not mtv crips it's not God is not trying to help you have MTV cribs and you bring you bring a crew into your house. Okay, so this is my 18 18 bedroom house six, with 16 baths. And, and you are the only one living there. Shame on you. Shame. H A P P Y. Shame. H A P P Y. Shame. Shame on you. Hallelujah. 
So there's, there's a balance, okay? There's a, there's a very important balance. But that's what God wants for you. And God has created that place for you, to, for you to enjoy it. So Christianity is a place to enjoy. To have a good life. Hmm? Psalm 16 verse 11. Look at Psalm 16 verse 11. That will show me the path of life. This is David talking about God. It says, God will show me the path of life. What is the path of life? In your, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Like in the presence of God, there's pleasure. Pleasures. Let's read message version. Maybe message will give us some romantic words. Now you've got my feet on the life path. All radiant from the shining of your face. Ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right, I'm on the right way. It's nice. It's nice. It's, it's romantic. It's just, ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right way. The right way has many good things on it. Look at message, uh, um, Amplified. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forever. It's the same thing. Pleasures forever. Is there anyone that says anything different? BB. In your, in your, you will make clear to me the way of life. Where you, you are, joy is complete. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Like, is English. What does this is English? Don't have it. Can you use your microphone and say it? Passion. Easy English. Okay. You will show me the path of life. Uh-huh. With you, I will enjoy myself a lot. With you, I will enjoy, I will enjoy myself, myself a, lot. a lot. So it's like enjoyment without, without God is nonsense. It's not possible. Are you see what I'm talking about? You want real enjoyment? You want real life? You need God to be there. Yes. With you what? With you, okay. I will enjoy myself I a lot. I will enjoy myself a lot. At your right hand, there's pleasure forever. At your right hand, there's pleasure forever. Wow. wow. NLT. Do you have passion translation? After NLT, show us passion. It's a passionate version. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. They are pleasures with living with God forever. I don't know if you get it. Yes. God wants, His presence brings joy. His presence brings beauty. His presence brings niceness, pleasures, good things, nice things. Doing things His way makes, uh, 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 makes you enjoy life. I mean, you realize, Sally, you are just, you are just happy. Hallelujah. Yes. Because of you, I know the path of life. As I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side, I, I experience divine pleasures forevermore. Wow. Divine pleasures forevermore. I don't know if you are seeing like, it's like God, in God's presence, there's fullness, there's joy, excitement. Hmm? Yeah. God likes it when you're happy. So I'm just trying to show you foundations for you to live that excited life that God has called you to live. So that every aspect of your life can be in place. Your health can be in place. Your finances can be in place. Your family can be in place. Every aspect. Your service for God can be in place. You know, every aspect of your life. And the very first thing I mentioned was the foundation. If you, if you don't get these foundations right, you will make a mistake. Okay? That's what I'm sharing with you on foundations for living a successful Christian life. Because some people are successful with it, some people are not successful with it. Acts 20, 32. Yes, this is one. This, this is the one I want you to look at. And now, brethren, I commend you to God 
and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Maybe you don't understand. Do you have any other version? NLT. And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace. That message of his grace is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. Meaning that all those he has set apart for himself, that is all Christians, okay, it's not every Christian who is enjoying the inheritance. Do you understand? Tell me, but it's not every Christian who is enjoying the inheritance. Yes, it's the truth. Some Christians are not enjoying the inheritance at all. There are some Christians who are bitter. Very bitter. Against God. It's like I've prayed, uh, I've fasted, uh, I've done so many things, uh, I'm not seeing anything. Other versions. Show me other versions. Easy English. You need easy English in your life so that the English can be very easy for you. Your life will be very easy. Can you read it to us? And now I ask God to keep you safe. He has been kind to us. I brought a message about this to you. You will be safe if you remember this message. Mm -hmm. God will cause your spirits to be strong. And at the end, he will give you all the good things he has for his special people. Wow. If you pay attention to that message, that type of message, he will give you all the special things, all the good things that he has prearranged for you. So it's like there's a message for helping you enjoy the good life. Do you see? It's not every message that helps you enjoy the good life. There's a particular, it's called the, the word of his grace, the message concerning the grace of God. How that God has made everything available for you. Do you see? God has brought every nice thing you can think about into your life. Your job is to use your faith to take it, to receive it, and to walk in that light. That is why we come to church, to, to know what to do. Okay, BBE says, and now I give you into the care of God and the word of his grace, which is able to make you strong and to give you your heritage among all the saints. You have a heritage in the, among the saints. You have an inheritance. You, you, God has willed some things to you. Okay, you can't, I can't carry you on my faith. You need your own faith. You need your own believing. You need your own trusting in God. You need your own relationship with God. Your pastor cannot do it for you. I'm not, what can I do? My job is, what I'm supposed to do is what I'm doing. My job is to lift the word of God for you to see yourself. And know that, ah, this is what God has said concerning my life. This is what God has made ready for me. I have to enjoy it. And you insist on it to enjoy it. Through faith. My job is to help you with the word of God. For you to have it line upon line, precept upon precept. Do you see? Yes, show you the word of God and help you understand the word of God. That's my job. So that you can put the word of God to work for yourself in your life. It is a personal thing. It is not a group thing. Because you are in the choir, you are, the choir is prospering together. No, I can release a blessing on you. But it may not show forth in some people's lives. Those who don't take it seriously will not have it. Those who take it seriously will have it. That's the truth. So it's not a, it's not a, 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 a corporate thing. It's an individual thing. There's a corporate anointing, but there's an individual relationship with God that you must have. And you have to understand the foundation, the basis. If you don't understand the basis for what we are doing, I mean, it doesn't work. If SO is low, 
in your books. You have a problem. And G-O is two. And T-O is low. We are in trouble. So the first foundation I mentioned is a foundation of knowing and loving Jesus Christ. This is why we are existing as Christians. The reason for existing, he's gotten us born again so that we can love, get to know Jesus and love him. That is why you are existing as a child of God. You exist as a child of God to get to get to know to, to get to know Jesus in this world. Okay? And I showed you so many scriptures, isn't it? Then the next foundation I mentioned, I said, if you want to succeed as a Christian, get to know Jesus Christ. Get to love Jesus Christ. Because every good thing you can think about is in Christ. The more you know him and the more you know his presence in you, the more you prosper. That is the truth. Christ in you the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of having many good things, the confident assurance of having many good things happen in your life. So knowing who Christ is in you makes a lot of a difference. Knowing that Jesus who is in you. We say Jesus is in us. How, do you know him? How do you know him? Do you know him only, only as savior? Or, or you know him only as uh, 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 your healer? He is more than that. Do you know him as the bread of life? As the one who satisfies you on us, you don't need a boy to satisfy you. You don't need a boy to satisfy you. you if you think that marriage is what will make every, a lot of things nice for you, you are joking. Ask those who are already married. Ask those who are already married. Ask those who are already married. Yeah. It's an utopia. Is it utopia? It's, do you understand utopia? They don't understand. Let's check the dictionary. Yeah, it's a word. It's what? It's a word. It's a word. Oh, yeah. I want to know. Let's, let's check. Yes. It's what? Imaginary what? A utopia typically describes an imaginary community uh-huh. or society that possesses highly desirable or neatly perfect qualities for its members. It's like you, you feel that marriage is supposed to create a certain kind of... Like when you marry, all of a sudden your character will change. <laughs> Or when you marry, all of a sudden, like you get a certain social status. Or when you marry, you get a certain kind of respect. When you marry, you, you, you prosper. When you marry, all your, all your health problems will run away. Sister? Sister? When you marry, you'll be spiritually mature. Oh, Mali, it's not like that, too. Marriage is powerful. It's very good. But if you, if you notice, marriage takes a lot out of you. When you asleep at 2 a.m. as a lady. As a married woman, your husband will say, How are you? Who are you? I mean, pressure is all pressure all the time. Hey! Hmm. So don't live in a certain kind of bubble. That's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't bring satisfaction. Ask the guys who are married whether they've seen someone else and the, the bottoms of someone else moving around and they have had desire before or boobies around. Your wife, your wife has boobies. Maybe larger than the one that you just saw. But then, but then, but still. So don't think that like when you marry, as a guy, when you marry, all your sexual problems will run away. It's a lie. Your sexual satisfaction is in Jesus Christ. It's not in, it's not in another person. Hey, it will go higher, of course. Yes. Marry and tell me about marry and see. When you marry, we can have a conversation. 
then we'll, then we'll love Jesus more. We'll love Jesus more when you marry. When you marry, then we'll love Jesus more. Because you feel that, like, when I marry, everything will be fine. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Jesus is satisfaction. Real satisfaction. Get that foundation that Jesus is all and in all. Christ is all and in all. He's everything. So the, the earlier you start going for Jesus in your life, you think money, when you get money, it's like you are fine. Haven't you seen people hanging themselves? Rich people hanging themselves. Rich people giving up. Rich people committing suicide. Rich people, even way more than the poor people. There's a certain country whose name begins with an S. Very All the money in this world is in that country. But it has the highest rate, suicidal rate. The people kill themselves more than anybody in this world. More than those who are living in Asan those who are in San Gregoire and Aquitia are happier. They are happier. They don't have anything. They may not have anything. They just have some one cassava or some one plantain at the back of the yard. But they are fine. But those who have lift in their house, the lift takes them and then they go to the third floor. They have Alexa in their house. <laughs> Alexa, put the, put the AC on. And Alexa, or you to put the AC on. Alexa, put the gas stove on. And then put... Alexa and Alexa is doing busy, but still they are not happy because money does not satisfy. Actually, it doesn't do. You need it, but it's not. Your your hope should not be in that. It is not. It doesn't do much. Yes, you will see that you are living in the house alone. You are watching Netflix and it's depressing you. I tell you, it's draining life out of you. There's a, there's a certain country whose name begins with a J. They have money. They have money, but they can kill themselves. Far. They, they like suicide. They can kill. I mean, 5,000 of those young people in that country have killed themselves since this year began. 5,000. Yes, 5,000 young people. Lower than 20. 20. Uh, 20 uh, sorry, uh, lower than 25. They've killed themselves. Can you imagine? We don't have that in this country, even though we don't have I mean, The dollar is going, the city is going, this one is going. But we are happy. Are you not happy or you are, you are what? There's Misha because there's a certain level of God. There's a God atmosphere that has been created in this country. Yes, that's the truth. Jesus is the bread of life. Without him, there's no satisfaction in anything. The earlier you get to know and start, you, you, you reschedule your priorities in life. If your priorities get more money, I mean, you will get it and realize that you have wasted a lot of years. So that's a, it's a major foundation. Okay? Then the second foundation that we've been talking about, okay, I'll try and finish that today, is a foundation of what? Knowing and meditating on the Word of God. Knowing the Scriptures. Hmm? As a Christian, I thought you said you were a Christian. How come you don't know or you don't want to know the manual that comes with your life. When you buy a fridge, a, a brand new fridge, <laughs> brand new fridge, it comes with what? A manual. Those who went to school, to secondary school, and they didn't read the Casio calculator manual are the ones who are struggling with the mass. Some of us didn't know. If you are trying to calculate all the section A, the objectives, if you want to calculate every one, is it 30 questions answered in one, one hour? 60 questions, 60 minutes. 
So each question is supposed to be... The, the accidents are wide right now. He just remembered how he answered it when he was in second school. 60 minutes, 60 questions. Do you remember? It means that one minute on each question. And you realize that you work one. You work, ah, then you, ah, you cancel it. You work, ah, you cancel it. You spend five minutes on one. And then when it's, when they say, get ready to stop work five, three minutes, then you start shabidi. A, 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 B, 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 C, Q, Did you do something in your secondary school? Hey! The Lord saved you. Uh, She went to a good school, so she says, no, 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 no. You saw, if you didn't see that, if you didn't know that Casio, you could punch functions on the Casio calculator and, and, and punch what? Matrices on the Casio calculator. Even as I'm talking about, it's like some people are clueless, like, what is functions? Does it fit? Does does function fit? Hallelujah. <laughs> read manual. Read manual in life. If you read your, the manual of life, which is the Bible, you, 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 your life will go very fast. Yes. There's a manual for life. That manual is called the Bible. The Bible is a manual. If you read it, it will show you what to do with your life. It will show you your circumstances and what to do in the circumstances you find yourself in. You'll be shocked. The stories, though, you are just reading stories, and it will be giving you wisdom. Wisdom as to. I mean, yeah, yes, yesterday I was reading the Bible early morning. We had some small family time, family devotion. I realized I need to do my personal devotion. So when everybody left, I decided to sit down for some 20 minutes and just read my Bible. And as I was reading, God showed me three things that I, I mean, it's like wisdom key, wisdom key one, wisdom key two, wisdom key three. Do this, do that. Do. I shared one with the pastors yesterday, last night. And everybody was excited. Very short, very exciting. Man, is this how it's supposed to be? When I was like, is this how it's supposed to be? Then I'll do it more. It's like an instruction for life. Yes. If you don't read the manual, <laughs> you realize that you're struggling for nothing. You are a Christian, but it's like the Christian the Christianity is not Christian, it's not Christianing for you. Eh? Christian ain't it? <laughs> oh, feeling me feeling to you. <laughs> Have you seen that thing right here? Oh, feeling me feeling to you. You realize that the Christianity is not Christianing. Christian in it. Hey! Huh. Look at Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. Proverbs 1, 20. Wisdom crieth without. Wisdom is the word of God. And the word of God is wisdom. Okay? Wisdom is what? The word of God. And the word of God is wisdom. The more you read the scriptures, the wiser you become. It's one of the points I give I give to you. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, verse 15. Second Timothy 3, 15. Let's go up there and then we'll come back to this place. And that from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The scriptures make you wise. The scriptures has a way of making you wise. Why? Because the scripture, the scriptures is wisdom. Okay? Wisdom is the scriptures. If you if you read in Proverbs chapter 8, you will see how wisdom says that the Lord possessed me in the beginning. When he was, he was laying the foundation of the other house, he's, he's actually referring to himself as though he's the word. Because wisdom is the word, and the word is wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore, get wisdom. The word of God is what? Wisdom. So the more you read the word, the wiser you become. 
the more you read the word, the wiser you become. The less you read the word, the foolisher you become. Is, is it correct English? Foolish, foolisher, foolishness. The foolisher you become. It's not good English, please. Hmm? So go back to prayer chapter 1 verse 20. This is how a lot of, this is where a lot of Christians find themselves in life. He says wisdom cries without or cries outside. She uttereth her voice in the streets. You see when you're moving around, you hear the word of God being preached to you. If you are if you are a man of the spirit, as you're moving around, you hear the Holy Spirit using many things to speak to you. Many many things to caution you, to warn you, to instruct you, to direct you. He will use many to encourage you. Use many things around. She cried in the chief places of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttered her sayings, her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones? Let's read a, a lighter version, maybe message version. I think message version, we can just be fast. Simpletons. Simpletons. They don't understand. Simpletons? It's like something that is simple. Amplified. Or BB. BB. I think BB will be good. How long ye simple ones? You see, a simple person is a foolish person. That's basically what I'm trying to look for a version that will say, How long ye fools? GNT. Uh huh. Good news. Foolish people. Hey. Passion. Yeah. Foolish people. How long, how long do you want to be foolish? How long will you enjoy making fun of knowledge? Will you never learn? Will you never, will you never, when are you going to learn? Wow. Tell anybody you're not foolish. You are wise. Because you like reading the scriptures. You like hearing the word. Yes. Well, the one who likes hearing the word is like, the person is wise. You are wise. You are smart. <laughs> you can't do life on your own. With your own mind. With words from certain guys. Certain internet, whatever. Things that they have said on in the internet. Life is good. If you do it with cigarettes. So it's like now you are doing cigar life is you are doing good life is a guy. There's something wrong with you. Life is good if you do it with multiple women. Or you have side chicks. Seven side chicks. Hey! Mercy on you. Let's go to the next verse. In GNT. Let's continue GNT. Listen when I reprimand you. I will give you good advice and share my knowledge with you. I have been calling you, inviting you to come, but you would not listen. You paid no attention to me. We are hearing the word, but you are not minding. Next verse. You have ignored all my advice and have not been willing to let me correct you. When the word of God comes, it's correcting you. Oh? Don't get angry when it's like what you are doing is what they are saying. Be happy. Smile and look straight. I mean, nobody will know it's you. By the way, the pastor had nobody has spoken to, uh, to the pastor about you. God is just God is just saying something to you. God is trying to help you. Don't get angry. You smoke weed and you are here with machine weed. So it's like hey, this church are not coming here again. What's all this that when you come? That's why I don't like going to church. When I go and go to church, they will start saying things and then they'll make you feel guilty. Have I made you feel guilty? Ah. Slap your neighbor and say, Charlie, what's up? You have ignored all my advice. I just spoke to you about good life, nice life, all of that one you don't like. Is this one that you are focusing on? Slap the other cheek of your neighbor and say, Charlie, stop that. Your neighbor does not have cheeks. <laughs> it's only bones. Yeah. You have ignored all my advice and have not been willing to let me correct you. Eh? So when you get into trouble, 
It's like there's a time when the word of God does not work anymore. When you get into trouble, you've not been minding the word, ah, now you're in trouble. This when you get into trouble, I will laugh at you. Like the word will laugh at you. Wisdom will laugh at you. I will make fun of you when terror strikes. When the sickness shows up, I will make fun of you. I told you, you did it, mate. I told you, you did it, mate. See your life. See your life. That's what the, that's, the Bible says. The word of God says that's what you do to you. Hey! When it comes on you like a storm, bringing fierce winds of trouble, and you are in pain and misery. When you realize you are in prison. Because when the word of God was telling you, stop this thing. Stop it. Move away from it. You don't need it to prosper. You don't need it to go forward. Flee. When the HIV comes, then you will see that something has happened. Now, these days, people are not afraid of HIV anymore. It's just amazing. People, I don't know why, but it's like they are ARV, so nobody's afraid of it anymore. Yeah. Whatever you want to, whatever you think. It's up to you. Then you will call, you will call for wisdom, but I will not answer. You may look for me everywhere, but you will not find me. When I was talking to you about who to marry, you didn't mind. Now that you have married that, that they are beating you, or they are not minding you, you are alone. You are mine, but you were alone. <laughs> you are sleeping in the hall consistently. When the couch is just like, I, I, move away, move away. The couch is tired of you. Because you didn't marry right. Because when we were telling you, steps to marrying right. <laughs> Nonsense. I'm in love, baby. I'm in love, pastor. I was like, you don't know. You have no idea. Do you know how much the guy, he loves me? <laughs> I know he, he smokes and he does all those things. But, but when it comes to me, oh, pastor, he ravishes me with love. Oh, yes. Don't worry. Very soon you'll be... You see, I've been a pastor for some time. It's, I've been pastoring for at least 13 years. At least 13 years since I became like officially a pastor. Before then, I was pastoring people, I was shepherding people. But since I became a pastor, like I was appointed, ordained, whatever, as a pastor, it's been 13 years. Yes. So I've been around for some time. And I have seen people who say all kinds of things about a certain guy because you are in love. Hey, he's like, he's like, he's like, it's becoming tears, I tell you. And we can't do anything about it. We are left to pray. So we pray, Lord, Malabaya Balabalaba. Lord, do something, Lord. Malabaya Balabalaba. We can't, it's only a prayer topic. We can't do anything about it. And we just hope that the Lord, something. If I don't know if God is interested in moving or he's not. Because you didn't mind his words. So I don't know if he's interested in moving now. Hey. Hmm. So you suffer consequences of disobedience. Hey. You know how to say things, pal. You suffer consequences of disobedience. Oh, yes. Wow. I'm in love. <laughs> you may look for me everywhere. Have you seen your aunties going for prayer? Meet prayer? Come, they are praying. Sabi bomb is empire. When you come home, the man he has nothing. Because your prayer it doesn't do much. 
It's not even he's not yeah, he's not gonna do it. Hey! It's not it's not it's where it's easy at the time. It's it's not easy. Oh. Hmm. Listen to the word of God. Don't just marry. <laughs> hmm? Hmm. You may look for me everywhere, but you will not find me in verse, verse 29. You have never had any use for knowledge and have always refused to obey the Lord. Age. You have never wanted my advice or paid any attention when I corrected you. So then, you will get what you deserve. And your own actions will make you sick. Inexperienced people die because they reject wisdom. Stupid people are destroyed by their own lack of consent. But whoever listens to me will have security. He will be safe. With no reason to be afraid. So the next point I have for you is that the word of God brings you security, preservation, and hope. Hey! Is it not powerful? Because remember, I was giving you seven reasons, seven things that the word of God does for you. If you remember. Do you remember? Yes. Seven things the knowledge of the word of God does for you. Number one, you receive many renewals. Number two, Grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Number three, long life and health comes to you. Number four, it makes you wise. Number five, it will cause you to prosper. Number six is what I'm on now. It brings you safety, deliverance, and hope. Hmm? Knowing the word brings you safety, brings you deliverance, and brings you hope. Don't be stubborn when it comes to the word. The Bible says that stubbornness is as witchcraft. First Samuel. 1523. It says, For rebellion. Is it the same verses? The same verses, right? And someone says, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. To obey the word of God is better than sacrifice. I don't think that your seed will do something at, at a certain point in your life. Like your seed will do a miraculous turn around after you have disobeyed the word of God on a lot of levels. I'll give you what? It's like you're trying to bribe God. It's like you're trying to bribe God. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You can't use, you can't use seed okay, to hide your disobedience. No, you can't. Maybe the preacher collects it and spends it. But God, yeah, he, he has, that's not reached him. Yeah. So learn to obey God. Learn to obey God's word. Learn to do what God says to do. Learn to know what God has even said. Sometimes you don't know what God has said. That's why you read the Bible. As you read the Bible, you, God shows you. He gives you instructions. You may not like it, but that is what the, the Bible says you should do. You just do what the Bible says to do. Obey, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Look at the next verse. Then it says, for rebellion. Rebellion against God. Do you understand rebellion? You know exactly what God has said, but you decide that I'll do, I'll not do what he has said. I'll do what I want. The church is filled with so many of those people. The church of Jesus Christ is filled with many rebellious children of God. Many, many. That's why there's a lot of suffering in the church. That's why there's a lot of suffering in the church. Because a lot of rebellious children of God. God has spoken to you about gossip. You say, that's what I'll do. God has spoken about forgiveness. You know, you've heard messages, you've read, but you are holding on to certain things strongly. She did that to me. She did that to me. She, it's the ladies mostly. 
It's the ladies. There are guys who do that too, but I mean, there are not many. Yes. A man who is like that is worse. Yes. Hey! You are in the same church with somebody, you are not talking to the person. No, honestly, Charlie, stop saying the A because it's the truth. You are not, you are not talking to the person. When we close from church, you pass here, you also passes here. You are in the same church. You are around the same group, whatever. There's something wrong with your brain. Don't be surprised if something, something happens to your health. Or something. I'm not cursing you. I'm telling you what, 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 is, what is coming. He says, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. It's like you were a witch. Or you were a wizard. Hmm? Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness. Stubbornness. Like God is talking to you all the time. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. And mind you, you can't obey God in big matters and disobey God in the small matters. Hmm? Exodus. Do you know Exodus? Exodus chapter, chapter 4, verse 22, I think. Twenty-four. Go to twenty-four. This is concerning Moses. Moses had been spoken to by God and given great instructions to go and go and deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. Do you see? Very great instruction. Very wild command from the Lord. Okay. And Moses was attending to it. So Moses was moving to go and get the children of Israel out of Egypt with his family. Okay. And it came to pass by the way in the inn as they were going that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. The Lord met Moses and sought to kill Moses. Ah, but you are the one who has sent me. I'm going now. Why are you, Why do you want to kill me? Look at the Amplified. Amplified. Go back. Amplified. Along the way at a resting place, the Lord met Moses and sought to kill him. Made him acutely and almost fatally ill. Yes. The Lord did it. Oh, yes. Why? Look at the next verse. Why did this happen? Now, apparently, he had failed to circumcise one of his sons. Moses had failed to circumcise one of his sons because his wife being opposed, his wife being opposed to it. His wife was not happy about it, about all the circumcision, cutting, cutting things and throwing flesh. No, we don't like it. But seeing his life in danger, Zipporah took a flint knife and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it to touch Moses' feet and said, Surely, a husband of blood, you are to me. You see, so Moses had obeyed God in the matter of going to deliver Israel out of Egypt, which is a very great ministry, very powerful ministry. But in the matter of circumcision, which is basic, personal, he had disobeyed. And God was not happy with him. So you can't, half obedience is not obedience. In the verses we're reading in First Samuel, this guy, Saul, had obeyed, he had obeyed God, but in a halfway. Halfway. He hadn't obeyed God completely. So don't be surprised if it's like, it's like you are praying, some things are not happening. Check your obedience level. Check your obedience level. Yes. In, in the small, you may be following up on people and bringing people to church, but check your personal life. Check some one or two things. Check some one or two things. Check the text messages that you send around all the time. Check your status. Eesh. Check your rudeness. Your rudeness. Maybe you are, your rudeness is dinyunya. How do you say that in English? Orizunya. What can they? 
It is eating you. Yeah. It is destroying things in your life. You may not know. You are obeying God with respect to bringing people to the house of God. You are passing people to church. You are doing all of those things. You are serving God. Serving God with what? It's like you are serving the Lord through shepherding as he blesses. So you are serving the Lord through shepherding. But it's like the blessing is not coming. Why? Check some one or two things. You'll be surprised. Hey! Hmm. Check your character. God, God may not talk about it much, but he's really concerned about that. Hmm. Wow. There are more stories. If this were a shepherd's meeting, I would have told you more. But let me continue with, my, with what I'm sharing with you. Okay, so... Hmm. The word brings you deliverance, safety, and hope, right? Or safety, deliverance, and hope. And that's what I'm sharing with you now. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 9. Proverbs 11, verse 9. An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor. But through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Through knowledge of God's word shall the just, shall the righteous sons and daughters of God. So you can be righteous, but lack of knowledge of the word of God will cause you not to do well. Because you don't know what to do. You just don't know what to do. You, do, you are fasting, but you don't know what to even fast about. You are praying, but you don't know what to pray about. That is why you need revelation of God's word. You need the word of God. It's important too. People are fasting and praying. They are not seeing anything. Haven't you seen it around? And they are wondering what's going on. What's happening? I'm doing this. I'm doing everything that I can do. You are not reading the Bible. You don't know what the Bible says. And the Holy Spirit needs the scriptures to remind you of what to do. And to tell you what to do. If, there, if there's no data, he can't, he can't tell you anything. The fact that you have put a pen drive behind the TV does not mean that you have something playing on the TV. If there's nothing on the pen drive, you get nothing playing. Yes. If there's nothing inside your, 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 your spirit or nothing inside your soul with respect to the word of God, there's nothing going to come out. You are not going to, ha- you are not going to have anything coming up. Through knowledge, this is what amplified, through knowledge and superior discernment shall the righteous be delivered. The righteous of God shall be delivered from their trouble through knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. All the way to verse 10. He says, my people are destroyed. These are God's people. God's people. He says, my people are destroyed. Why? Because of a lack of knowledge. Because they don't know the scriptures. So when you know the scriptures, you are delivered. Deliverance comes to you. You don't need any man of God to lay hands on you and deliver you. Oh, you don't. Most of the demons you deal with are demons that come as a result of a lack of knowledge. Yes. There are a lot of Christians who are demonically influenced. And they don't even know that they are demons. What is happening is demons that are making them... Like, you can't, you, can't, you can't control your anger. You can't control your anger. Like, when you get angry, it's, it's finished. You can't listen to what? You can't listen to anybody. You can't listen to any good. Anything that will make your life good, you can't hear it. You're a child of God, though. But you, your ears are not open to correction. When they correct you, you become like a frog. I saw someone like that. I was correcting the person. The person was swelling like this. I was shocked. Sorry. As the correction was coming. Hey! One guy walked in my house like this. 
That's how he walked into my house. Because of anger. He was angry with his wife. His wife was coming like this. And he was coming like this. I tell you, it weren't easy at the time. Lack of knowledge. You'll be shocked. Yes. My people are destroyed. My people, oh, God's people. So you have to keep tabs on your knowledge level. Read the Bible, pray every day. Read it, oh. Just read it. Read Exodus. Read Isaiah. Read Mark. Read Corinthians. Read Ephesians. It will cure you of foolishness. And it will deliver you of a lot of things. Yes. Slander. Those are demons. Have you read Final Quest before? You will see what, the, what are demons. I, I preach a message called uh, spiritual what? Spiritual attack, eh? Is it spiritual attack? Spiritual attack. You should, you should, you should. You, the spiritual attack is not what you think. The, the ones that Nigerians have showed us in the movies, or the ones that the Kumawood guys have showed us. It's not like that, though. Some anger. Some anger. Inability to keep quiet about some things. Do you see? Lack of discretion. You, you just talk. You don't know why you're even gossiping. It just flows out of your mouth. And you create a lot of problems. You create a huge problem in the system. In your home. In your family. And you are, you are becoming a witch gradually. Small, small. And you don't even know it. The fact that you can't stay with people. You can't, you can't, ha- you can't hang around with people. People can't hang around. It's demonic. It's demonic. And then you say that, oh, me, that's how I am. Like, there are demons worrying you. You don't know. How pleasant it is for brethren to dwell with what? With together in unity. So we must be able to dwell together. You can't stay with Christians. There's something wrong with you there. You are demonically possessed. Not possessed. You are demonically influenced. There's demonic possession, demonic oppression, and demonic obsession. A Christian cannot be demonically opposed, possessed, but he can be demonically oppressed and obsessed. They oppress your body and obsess your mind. Behold, this is Psalm 133. Verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell dwell together in unity. He's expecting us to dwell together in unity, in oneness. You you can't talk to some people. Are we not all Christians? Is that how your pastors are? I'm your pastor. Is that how I behave to you? Why are you behaving like that to somebody else? Why can't you hug everybody? There's a demon worrying you don't know. (laughs) And you take it into your marriage. And you can't hug your, your, your husband's people. You can't hug your husband's father or, or mother or brother and sister and then you start fighting. You will see who is the family and who is not part of the family. You just came. They have been together for 20, 33 years or 30, 33 years. You just came. They will organize your exit shop. Before you realize you are Uncle Nam Rebel. Do you know Uncle Nam Rebel? You are alone. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Am I preaching to you? I'm not preaching to you. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. I'm not the one saying it. It's the Bible. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That you shall be no more priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the love of thy God. Okay, or forgotten the word of God. I will also forget your children. Hey! You don't want to be in these shoes. Verse 7. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. Hey! They eat up the sin of my people, and they set their hearts on their iniquity. Verse 9. 
and they shall be like people, like priests. And I will punish them for their ways and reward them their doings. Verse 10. For they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase. Why? Because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. They have left off to take heed. They don't like my, my word. They've rejected my knowledge. Tell anybody, don't reject God's word. Yes. Ask anybody, do you want to live? Use the word. Hmm? Ignore the word. Keep the word. And grow it. Proverbs chapter what? 13, verse 13. Look at Proverbs 13, 13. Yes, message version. It says, ignore the word and suffer. The suffering is because they've ignored the word. Ignore the word and suffer. Honor God's commands and grow rich. God's commands will let you grow rich. You ignore God's word, it says suffering. Read your Bible. So just read. When you wake up in the morning, don't pick your phone. Don't let the phone be the first thing you pick. If your Bible is on your phone, put your phone on flight mode before you sleep. So that when you wake up in the morning, you know, you know, have ping, 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 ping. When you, it's like you have to go to the messages to, to sort of stabilize yourself. Like that's, that's what stabilize, not the Holy Ghost. The, oh, Charlie. He no fine. Am I encouraging you to read the word? Yes. It will deliver you. Yes. It will, the word of God will deliver you from problems, from distraction. You will hear something inside. It will instruct you about something. It will curb you about something. It will curb your emotions. Do you see? Yes. You see a certain scripture and it, it, it warns you. It's like, hey, I have to be careful. He says, do not say to your brother, thou fool. The one who calls his brother a fool is in danger of hell. It's in the Bible. So it's like you can't insult your brother and say, you are a big fool. Christian, fellow Christian. Even if the person is a fool, you don't say it. Matthew chapter 5 verse 22. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. If you you are saying fool to your brother or your sister in the house of God. hmm? He says hellfire. It's like hellfire is waiting for you. You are in danger of hellfire by saying fool. Hmm? You're a fool. You're a big fool. Something has happened in the house of God and you can, you can fight. I went to a certain church and some people were fighting in the church over a seat. Fight. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I mean, they were fight. it's in Nigeria. They were fighting. Very big church in Nigeria. They were really fight. It was not easy at all in the church. It's so bad that they don't let the, the, the foreigners come through a particular gate. The, the foreigners have to go to another gate. So you don't see all the things that the local people can do. But I don't know. I went, we ended up passing through that gate. And when we passed through that gate and we're going down the aisle, we saw some fights. The fight had piped. Charlie, it was not easy. Ah, did you go Foolish man. Did you pipe? You're coming to take away my blessing. It was not easy in the church. I tell you. Yes, you're coming to take away my blessing by taking the seat. My friend, come on. Hey. Mortal combat, I tell you. Yes. Why should you fight in the house of God? Or fight with another Christian? You are fighting with a boy. Because of the boy. You are not talking to each other. I saw some two girls fighting over a boy. I was like, you boy, you are foolish. Look at this small boy has made you, you are fighting. <laughs> this small boy has made you both fight. Oh, you are not, you are not serious. Yeah. It, it instructs you. Do you see? 
The word instructs you. And saves you. It saves you from yourself. Saves you from other people. Saves you from doing, making certain errors. So it ends up deliver, delivering you and keeping you in safety. Can I show you some more? The next verse is Psalm 82 verse 1. Yes, deliverance, safety. God standing in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Read them out of the hand of the wicked. He's saying this is what the just one should do. This is your ministry. This is what you have been called to do. To deliver people, the poor and needy. Read them out of the hand of the wicked and all of that. Then, next verse, he says, They know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But you shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Why? Because they know not. Neither do they understand. They don't know what I have said concerning them. They don't know that they are the mighty ones. They don't know that they are the ones that have sent. All the, all, you see, all the poverty, all the problems we see in this world, we have something to do with it. We have something. Do you know what God told me this morning? This, just before I came to preach to you. He said, I was praying just before coming. And the Lord told me, lead the congregation, lead Love Economy Church every Sunday in, five, in prayer for the country for five minutes. All our branches. So it's an instruction for all of you. Five minutes. Just five minutes praying about your, our country. The country in which you live. Because we are responsible for the country. If we are going to look up to all these politicians who are moving our debt from 120 billion Ghana cities to 450 billion Ghana cities over a six year period. And our debt as a country. The debt that you and I owe. Of money that we didn't spend. You don't know what has been, it has been used for. Okay. In 2016, ending of 2000, January 2017, eh, it was 120 billion Ghana cities. November, this is July even, this is August, sorry, August, July, August 2022. It, is, it has moved from 120 billion dollars, billion cities, to 450 billion cities. What has changed in the country since we and the first well, the first one twenty was from Hippic. Because they, they they deleted they deleted our debt. Eh? All our debts, like all those who we owed, decided that people we can't pay. So it's okay, we have cleaned the debt. And then we started from zero at a certain point. Was it 2012? That's 2012, right? I think 2012. First time. 2004. So 2004, we had we started from zero, no debt. So this is debt from 2004. All the way to 2022. How many years is that? 18 years. Have you, do, are you in that kind of debt since you, 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 you came 18 years ago? Yeah. And the argument is that you people did up to 120 billion Ghana cities. We have done up to 450 billion Ghana cities. But when you check the interest rate at that time, yours was 1000% debt, debt. We, our own is 300% debt. So we are doing better than you. Go on to you if your if your leaders are children, and if your leaders are women. It's in the Bible. Go on to you if all your if, if your leaders. If we don't pray, you will see. You will see, we will see ourselves in this country. We shouldn't leave the country. It's just we, we are the ones responsible for the poverty, all those things. If we stand to pray, something will happen. Yes. If you are praying for the country, God will put you in a place of influence. As long as you are complaining, almost everybody in the church is complaining. 
about what is going almost everybody i mean after all that we have said do not curse the king in your in your in your house do not do this do not we still it's like we can't help ourselves is it true or it's not true before you realize you are cursing the king ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 20 remember the scripture in your life curse not the king no not who is the king the president have you cursed the president in recent times yes mercy lift up your hands and say lord have mercy on me forgive me in jesus name i receive mercy i change now in jesus name whether it's mpb or ndc don't curse anybody they are all the same coin but different sides one is where the drum is and the other one is where the human face is the woman don't badmouth your leaders not even under your breath hey 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 will you do what the word of god says or you're angry with me already gnt don't criticize the king even silently and don't criticize the rich even in the privacy of your bedroom a bed might carry the message and tell them what you said so instead of criticizing pray we are the ones who have authority yes we have the authority to change the course of this country with our prayer with our prayers do you believe it or you don't believe it with our prayers we can change some things in the country eh? we have to pray we are the ones who are in authority not the government we are the ones who are in authority. what we say is what will happen okay and the devil is trying to let us say bad things so that bad things will happen as long as we are complaining nothing will change hallelujah so today we'll be praying for the country and for the rest of this church's life every sunday morning into the afternoon after the message we'll pray for the country is it a good thing we'll spend five minutes and pray for the country and as the country goes in a second we'll start praying for the world as well hallelujah the word gives you hope Romans chapter 15 verse 4 for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope but the scriptures gives us hope hope concerning our future it may not look good today but the word of god will give you hope and let you know that listen listen you may be going through a fire now but there's light at the end of the tunnel yes the word of god will show you concerning joseph and how joseph suffered concerning his his stance for the lord and how god rewarded him sometimes you see yourself in joseph's shoes you've made some decisions for god and you are struck you are paying for it big time at your office your boss tried to touch your bottoms and you said mr boss you can't touch me like that and then all of a sudden you are now hated you are hated yes big time hatred they are eating your eye it's becoming a problem don't worry the lord is gracious and kind the lord will take care of you yes. the word of god will show you to give you hope maybe the child is not coming the word of god will give you hope i mean every circumstance you can go to everything you can go through in this world has already happened the bible says that there's nothing new under the sun ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun what has been is what shall be what has been so you don't need to reinvent the wheel everything you are going through has already happened hmm? look for it Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 the thing that has been it is that which shall be and that which is done is that which shall be done and there's no new thing under the sun there's no new thing under the sun under the sun is a we are say under the sun a we are say this world there's nothing new 
There is nothing new. The seeming poverty you are going through and the challenges you are, it is not new. Read your Bible, you will see, you will be encouraged, you will be shocked. You will see how Jacob had the blessings of God and was being cheated at work. For 20 years, 21 years, he was cheated out of a lot of things. Yes, 20 years having the blessing of Abraham, but nothing is changing around you. Jacob said, I've, I've been working for you. When will I work for myself and also prosper? Yes, and a lot changes a lot. So don't worry. The scriptures gives you hope. It gives you hope. It will show you that after crucifixion and dying, glory waits for you. There's glory that awaits for you. So when you are being crucified, remember that Jesus had his eyes set on the joy that was about ahead of him. So you also set your, your eyes on the joy that is ahead of you. You don't mind what is going on. Yes. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The things which are not seen are eternal. I don't care what I'm going through today. I'm following the Lord. I'm, I'm following the Lord. My following the Lord has made my marriage delay. But I will not give up. I'll keep going. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. My marriage will come. Yes. The Lord will vindicate me. It gives you hope. So many stories. So many, many stories. Many st- All the things you can... I mean, I don't know which situation you can mention that is not in the Bible. Everything is there. So as you read it, it comforts you. That we, through the comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. It comforts you. brings you comfort and lets you know that, Charlie, it's not, it's not finished. It is not over until you have won. It is not over until you have won. I preach a message called Lashu. Yes, Lashu. Yes. The God of what? 1159. Lashu. No matter what, you are going to win. Have you watched a movie before where the killer is, I mean, Lashu, the killer is beating, you know killer? The last killer. The last killer is beating the blue man. If you are in Kumasi, they will say, the what? Kumasi? The, the jack is a blue man. And the killer is called what? It's also called killer. Ah. They will say the killer is beating the jack. It's like all the movies they watched, the blue man was called Jack. So that became the blue man's name. <laughs> I was shocked when I got to Kumasi and I heard that the blue man is actually called Jack. Man, I have to change my message. From blue man to Jack. I'm back in a Christ. Blue man. Blue man. Blue man. Jay Z. They are beating the blue man. Punches. The blue man will be bleeding. Then he even collapse a little and come back. Van Damme and Tompo. Tompo has beaten Van Damme. Pa, 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 pa. Ah! And Van Damme is lying down. And then Van Damme remember the lady. The lady that they killed. Ah! And then some power will enter him. I tell you. Have you seen that before? And Van Damme will rise. When Tompo hit him, that nothing happened. When he hit him. Wow! And then he's still there. And then Tompo is not afraid. Odeshi. And Van Damme will do a turning kick. Yeah, pa! And then that will be it. Tompo is out. You are the, you are the Van Damme. Until you have won. It is not over until you have won. Yes. It may look like it's, it's bitter. It's not well. Things are not going well. Listen. There is light at the end of the tunnel for you. You are not going to go down. You are going to go higher and higher. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Though you go through the fire. You shall not be bent. Though you go through the waters, you shall not be drowned. A thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand shall fall at your right side. But it shall not come nigh thee. With your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. You will win. You will win. Like Joseph, you will say you thought it for evil. 
but God changed it and turned it for good. God sent you to preserve life. That is what you are going to see at the end of the day. Rise up on your feet and just thank God for what you have told you. Rise up, thank God for what you have shared with you. And speak into your life. Speak into your future right now. Speak into your future right now. Speak the blessings of God, the goodness of God into your life. Ah, we through the comforts, we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Receive hope right now. Receive hope right now. Receive comfort right now. No matter what situation you are going through today, no matter the, the problems that are, are facing you are faced with right now, receive comfort. Receive comfort. Receive comfort. Receive hope. Receive comfort. Receive hope. The Lord is coming through for you. The Lord is coming through for you. The trust that you have in the Lord will not be in vain. The Lord will honor His word in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord will honor His word in your life. Faithful is He who has called you, who also will do it. Faithful is He who has called you, who also will do it. The Lord is doing a mighty work amongst you. The Lord is doing a mighty work amongst you. He is involved. The Lord is involved. Though you are going through many dark times, the Lord is involved. He's giving you lights, 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 lights. Malakedebeya, mazoshege namandolo baradabaye, eruda namala, eruda lamada, eruda lamada, azone mina hadagadabaye, e no 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 lalababa, e zanamande, ragadabaya, degedebe, lagadaba. Hey, we too patience and comfort the scriptures might have hope might have hope there's hope for you brother it may look like nothing is happening but the lord is working in the in the scenes he's working behind the scenes he's working behind the scenes ah and you will see the hand of the lord in your life in a very special way in the name of the lord jesus though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will not fear any evil. For thou art with me. Remember that the Lord is with you. And even though you are going through a certain darkness today, the Lord is with you. And He's delivering you. He's helping you. He's helping you. The Lord is holding your hands and helping you cross the Red Sea. Don't let the Red Sea discourage you. Don't let the Red Sea make you fear. The Red Sea will part and you will walk on dry grounds in the name of the Lord Jesus. Maybe you are crossing to the, to the Jordan and you don't know how to cross the river. The Lord is there with you. The presence of God is there with you. And He's crossing the river with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are going forward. You will not go down. You are going forward. You will not go down. You will not be hungry anymore. You will not be hungry anymore. The Lord is bringing you abundance in time of famine. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want you to just lift your hands and just thank God for His presence. God is telling me to tell you that He is present with you. He is faithful. Faithful is He that has called you who also will perform it. He will perform it. I'm confident of this very thing that He who has begun a good work in you will perform it. Yes, you will not go down. You will not go down. The Lord is making a way for you where there seems to be a no, no way. Yes. Malolo gadabaya. Faithful is he that called you. Who also will do it? The Lord is doing a mighty work. A mighty work. A mighty work. A mighty work. 
a mighty work a mighty work a mighty work in your life a mighty work a mighty work malagada bay rela la bala rela la bala rela la bala rela la bala azolege de bea azolege de bea manzo no boloboya manzo no boloboya oh yes malagada father thank you for your children thank you for your comfort this great comfort from your spirit today thank you father for taking us through we know that because you are with us and in us victory is ours because whatever is born of god overcometh the world thank you that we have more than overcome this world and your holy spirit is leading us every single day into the glorious destiny that you have for us thank you that we will not lose hope anyone who is here that has lost hope father thank you for restoring hope in their lives in the name of the lord jesus thank you for comfort from your holy ghost real comfort from your holy ghost even in jesus name amen god bless you for listening we pray that the word of god will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word kindly follow pastor t and love economy church on all social networks for more of god's word don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.